Technology never moves backwards. Let that settle in and really truly think about that if that is a concept you haven't heard before. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Brooke on the Block. It's time to grab a seat, buckle up, and take a ride with me through the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe, where we're going to learn all about coins and tokens, NFTs and contracts, digital real estate and the metaverse, and so much more. There is a lot to get through on the block, but I am here to pave the way and help you avoid those nasty pitfalls and rug pulls so you don't get hurt. I'm going to also introduce you to some interesting characters along the way. Are you ready? Your ride starts now. Alrighty, friends, give that seatbelt a little tug before this train gets going. I want to make sure that they are fastly tightened so that no one gets hurt, no one falls out of the ride, and we all arrive back into the station after this in one full piece with lots of extra knowledge and understanding of the blockchain Web3 space. Before we begin, I'm going to be talking to you about three different things. Three different things that evolve around the idea of moving at the speed of light. And while moving at the speed of light tends to be done with a sense of quickness, the idea of moving at the sense of light means things moving very, very, very quickly. We're actually going to slow the ride down a little bit as we uncover and discover a lot of these concepts of what it means to move at the speed of light with blockchain technology. So one of the first takeaways we're going to receive throughout this journey is technology never moves backwards. The second takeaway is the early bird gets the worm. And the third takeaway is building with the bear. And I'm going to break down these concepts in further detail as we go along. So if you're ready, let's get going. First things first, technology never moves backwards. Let that settle in and really truly think about that if that is a concept you haven't heard before. The advent of the radio and the TV and all of the other, you know, we had a a VCR and a DVD player and now we have uh, internet streaming TV shows and movies. All of that is forward progression with technology. Now, over the years, it's taken a larger gap of time for the mass adoption of these technologies. So the radio took, I want to say, maybe between 50 and 100 years. Don't quote me on that, but it was a large amount of time for the radio to take full grasp and full mass adoption. And then when the TV came out, it required less time. And then when, you know, the... Uh, VCRs and the DVD players and those kind of things. It was like time kept getting collapsed and collapsed and collapsed. Before now, we're sitting here and we never had smartphones. We didn't even think about phones. We, ha- or, I mean, we thought about phones in the in the aspect of having a phone in our home, but like having a personal smartphone attached to us every single day, that was almost unheard of even 50 years ago. My grandparents couldn't have conceived or thought of that idea happening, but here's the future we live in to where now we can conduct business sitting in a parking lot, or we can conduct business at a coffee shop or at a park merely by using our smartphones. 
So with that being said, how does this relate to blockchain technology? Well, this relates to blockchain technology because blockchain technology in its short 10 years of actual utilization. Now, mind you, blockchain technology really started in 1994. That's when it was understood or developed a little bit more, but it wasn't utilized until 2010 in with the Bitcoin public ledger. So in the short amount of t- those 10 to 12 years, you know, or I guess, where are we sitting at? 2022. So we're about 12 years in to this technology of this ledger system, this blockchain system. And we've already captured a lot of global utilization for it. We've captured the fact, or we've we've created 861 different blockchains in these short 10 years. So when I say technology never moves backwards, what I'm saying is we're not going back to prehistoric internet days, or we're not going back to dial-up internet and AOL disks that you get free you know, in the mail to plug into your computer and you're yelling and screaming at the person, get off the phone, get off the phone. I'm trying to use the internet, right? We're not going back to that. It's almost hysterical to think about that because now, you know, kids these days, if it is buffering for, you know, even 10 seconds, they're losing their minds (laughs) and they could never even fathom what we experienced with dialing, getting connected, having, you know, a slower internet connection with web one. And that's just speaking about the internet. So technology is literally a a force to be reckoned with, but it does not move backwards. And blockchain technology, whether you want to understand it or not, whether you're resisting it or not, it is here to stay. And it is going to shift the way in which we interact in business and with each other on a daily basis. A lot of people couldn't even comprehend the idea of sharing a photo of their lunch or them out at sea or doing different things with their friends pre-social media days. And now it's almost like, a thing of the, like, it's a, it's a part of our day. Like, oh, I'm having a cup of coffee here. I am. What am I doing here? You know, and people sharing their stories throughout their day. So people get to view a part of their life and be a part of their experience of what they're experiencing in life. And they get to share the same thing. Whether you view it as good or bad, there are great aspects of social media and connection, but there are also negative components of the big, huge companies and conglomerates owning your data and deciding whether what you're speaking about, your freedom of speech, what you're speaking about fits their narrative. Blockchain technology is going to shift that and change it. It's becoming decentralized. There's no centralized unit. It's becoming decentralized to where you own the rights on what you're posting and sharing on social media or what you're doing in the web world in the internet space because right now google and all of those big companies they are mining your data they're getting your data and then they're being able to push advertisements to you and do all of the things to where they're making billions of dollars off the data that they're gathering from you and you're not benefiting in any sort of way 
So understand blockchain technology is a technology that's here to stay that has not yet picked up mass adoption quite yet, but we are only 10 years in and we're 10 years in, 10 to 12 years in, that's the history of Bitcoin. Well, there's other companies now that are, like I said, 861 different blockchains. They're not all going to make it into the future, but there are companies now that will make it into the future that have only been around for seven or eight years and some less, maybe four or five years. And they're gathering and getting mass adoption or gathering a lot of users and a lot of people that are utilizing their technology, which is then growing them quicker and growing you quicker and all of these different things. So that moves us on to the next point of the early bird gets the worm. I've been sharing concepts about blockchain on this podcast since earlier this year, and we've talked to a lot of different characters. We've talked to many different people doing different things in the space. And one of the things that a lot of them have said equally across the board is that we are still very early on. So if you feel that you've missed the boat, things have shifted a lot for me in early 2021 when I first got into this space. So there's a lot of things that have happened, yet we're still very early. Yet there's still a lot of opportunity. There's still a lot of things that can be discovered and built upon and You are not missing the boat. You haven't missed the boat. You have an opportunity right now to really learn these concepts, learn these principles, and really make it worthwhile for you. If you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you don't know where to even start, I would tell you to look at the top 20 tokens or top 20 coins on the crypto exchanges. And just to start there in terms of research, just dig into it a little bit. Click on the about section when you're looking at them and read about what they're doing, what problems they're trying to solve in the world, how they're trying to create a more diverse community, decentralized involvement to where people are actually owning and controlling their own information. Because when you look and do that kind of research, you're going to build the conviction necessary to do really great investing. We talked about that on episode 32 about the three C's, the conviction, the um, courage, and having the cash on hand to be able to do that kind of stuff. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go back to episode 32 and check that out. But for now, what you need to understand is you are still very early on in this space. Can't promise you that that's going to be the case in another 10 years because that technology may have taken place or mass adoption could have taken place in those 10 years. We don't know. All I know is that technology is moving at the speed of light and it will not go backwards. So where you might be able to get into a project really early on when it's pennies on the dollar or even like sitting at $20 a token, can you imagine owning Bitcoin when it was just 50 cents or some nickels, and then it started rising in price, $1,000, $2,000, $7,000. I mean, the, the magnitude of growth that could be there. This is definitely possible. This is definitely still possible. This is not something that you've missed the boat on. I have to keep reiterating that you have not missed the boat on. You have the ability and the potential 
to do your due diligence, to research because the information is out there. Again, looking at the top 20 coins and understand the early bird gets the worm. If you've invested in, let's say even Apple, early, 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 early on when it went first IPO to where Apple is now, there could have been huge gains in that. And as so many people I hear talk about, well, I could have invested here, or I could have done that there, and I didn't, or I didn't make that decision, or, you know, I regret the decision not to. We don't have to feel that way anymore. We don't have to feel the regret or the like icky feelings about not investing in it in this opportunity, because right now it's right in front of us. It's right in front of us. And no time in my life, in my adult life, has there ever been something so huge, so magnificent, you know, so exciting such as this. And that is why I speak so passionately about it and why I get so excited about it and why I want more people in the space to understand it. Not because I think more people need to invest in it, but at least understand how it's going to shape your world and what it's going to do and something you're going to be utilizing, whether you're invested into it or not. Although personally, I believe that investing in it is your best bet for a good financial return in the future. Let's face it, like that, that's the that's the reality is there are really great financial returns in the future in this space. The one thing I want to talk about in terms of investing, and I think this is so important, and I heard a patient say this to me uh, in the office a few months ago, and they heard it from somebody. So I don't know the actual source of it. I'm going to add a little spin to it myself. But what they said was, I'd rather be days, months, weeks, years early than even a day late. I'd rather be days, weeks, months, years early than even a minute late, said differently. You have the opportunity right now to be very early and to make some really significant changes in your life. And it's up to you to turn around and to do some due diligence and to do some research to see what that is, like see what that could be. Not telling you to take your entire nest egg and dump it all into this or to sell your house and dump it all into this. That's foolish. That's not intentional. That's not investing with conviction. That is literally following a price chart and and having someone else tell you, oh, put it in here or do this, like shilling you different projects that may or may not have any potential. And then you wonder like why you've lost everything and you become bitter and all of this. This is one of the reasons why I always tell you, I'm not going to tell you what to invest in. Everything that I'm invested in right now, I have conviction around. Everything I have money into, I have conviction around. People ask me, Brooke, is your crypto portfolio down? Is is your holdings down? Absolutely. They're down along with the rest of everybody's because we're sitting in a bear market, but I have conviction around them. So I'm not letting any of them go. I did some due diligence. I looked at them. So what I want you to do, I'm willing to help you through this process is do some due diligence in those, let's say top 20 coins. And then if you have questions, come back to me and say, Hey, I looked at this. What do you think about that? And I can help you like direct and assist you in that. 
because I think it's vitally important to have the conviction around what you're doing and have an understanding of it rather than just saying, I'm going to throw my money at this uh, person who's going to help me manage it and hope that they do well. Because you sit there and you end up being like frustrated or upset or angry or whatever it is. And there's no reason for that. There's no reason for that, especially when you have the freedom to look at these things yourself. And one of the aspects I really want to hit on for some of you is with Web3, the big aspect of Web3 is ownership. And for some people, they freak out with that idea of ownership. They freak out about owning their own data or having to to secure their own passwords and have no ability to reclaim whatever was in their wallets because they forgot their password. But that's why it's also important to really now say, okay, I'm going to take a conscious effort and take the my myself out of the chains of someone else and I'm going to be responsible for myself. There is freedom in that, okay? Freedom in that. The next thing, building with the bear. We are sitting in a bear market. That's why my crypto holdings are down. We're sitting in a crypto winter. We had a crypto winter in 2018. I was not part of the crypto aspect in that world at in 2018, although I, I had an opportunity, I never took it. Again, that's a regret that I have after understanding and learning so much more about this. But we don't go back in time. We're in the present moment. We look to where we are presently and we do what we can right now. So we're in a bear market. Do you know that during markets like this, most millionaires are made during markets like this? They're not made during the bull markets. They're not made when everything is pumping, pumping, pumping higher, higher, higher. They're made during these markets when things are priced so low that they can turn around and purchase so many extra of them than they would have been when the prices are higher. And then when they have the pumps, the 100x returns and those kind of things, they're able to make more money and then put that money into other uh, diverse holdings like real estate or different other investments. It doesn't all have to be in cryptocurrency. Or NFTs, it could be in other things. And that's what people are making killings off of during these markets. So how do you play? How, if you only have a little bit of money to set aside in this, how can you play during this bear market? How can you build? And that's something through something that's called DCAing, dollar cost averaging. So what it is, is when you find a project you are so convicted about that, you know, like you've done research on, you feel very good and strong about this is this is a project that's going to move in the future. What you're going to do then with dollar cost averaging is saying like, okay, every single week I'm going to invest $50 into X token. And every single week at this time, I'm going to put that $50 in no matter what the price is. So at one point, the price could be 50 cents. And then the next week, it could be 60 cents. And then the following week, it could be all the way down to 30 cents. But you're going to continue dollar cost averaging into that token week by week by week. What's going to happen is your actual price entry point is going to average out the more that you write. So 50 cents, 60 cents, 30 cents, you're going to have an average buy price. 
Well, that average buy price is going to be much lower than if you were to throw in a hundred dollars at 50 cents and then like it goes down to 30 cents. Well, you could have had another $50 to put at the 30 cents, which would have allowed you to get a little bit more tokens. So there is a little bit of strategy with DCAing, dollar cost averaging, but it also provides a little bit of like protection bubble around it. So you're not getting toyed around with all the super high highs and then the low lows or buying in at a, like a high price, 75 cents, and then the token going out of the way to 30 and feeling like, shoot, I put all $200 in at the $75 price point, And I should have put it, you know, $50 in at the 50 and now another 50 at the 30 and so on. So you're kind of allowing yourself to have a sense of protection with that. So dollar cost averaging is a big part of successfully navigating this investment opportunity through cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. So to summarize for our writers, for you guys here on this journey with us, we talked about technology never moves backwards. That was our first takeaway. The second one was the early bird gets the worm. So you're still very early on if you choose to take the time and do your due diligence to check things out. And the third thing is the building with the bear. And the way that you build with the bear is through dollar cost averaging, through putting a little bit aside every single week into a project that you are convicted by, that you have the courage and some cash to uh, throw at it. So hope that was helpful as we pull this train into the station. Make sure you keep all hands and feet in the ride until we're fully at a stop. You can take those seatbelts off and exit to your right. We will see you on the next one. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. You made it. Congratulations. That wasn't so bad, was it? I hope you laughed and learned a little bit more about this Web3 universe and how simple and fun it can really be. Would you be so kind as to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family? It would mean so much to get this out to more people as we embark on the greatest transfer of wealth that has ever happened in human history. Can't wait to see you on the next one.